theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. supernatural if you are here if you are here and you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, with evidence of speaking in other tongues there's no other way to get it but if you have never received it I am telling you right now before you walk out of those doors I believe God's gonna fill you with the Holy Ghost Amen. Let, 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 let me preach. Let me preach. Okay. Book of Philippians, chapter number two. Thank you so much, Pastor Akil and Sarah, for letting us come. We we we. It's, it's, we love your pastor and his wife. They are uh, incredible friends of ours. We love them. I, I, you know what? I'm whoever's doing the sound. Can you turn me up? Because they could. They all couldn't hear me out there when I said that. I said. You have a wonderful pastor and first lady, amen. We love you guys, and we love their kids, amen. <laughs> Praise God, and I'm so honored to have my beautiful wife here. I love her with all my heart, amen. Am I... I our princess is downstairs. Hallelujah. Praise God. No, where, where are you going? I want you to light it up for me when I'm all done. Oh, no. I'm, I, I want you to stay up here and just, I'm all by myself. I don't want to be a loner up here. I want you to get ready to light it up with me. Is that okay? Yeah? Good job. Book of Philippians chapter number 2, verses 9 through 11. Wherefore, if you want to stand, go ahead. I apologize. I'm getting so ahead of myself. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. I want you to get this now. Everything. Everybody say everything. Everything must bow to the name of Jesus. That every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. 
to the glory of God the Father. The book of Exodus chapter number 40. Exodus chapter number 40 verses 34 through 35. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses, watch this now, the power of God, the spirit of God filled the tabernacle. Moses was not even able to enter in, nor was anything able to reside. Nothing could go in, but and nothing could stay in. Because when the Spirit of God comes in and fills everything that he does not allow to be within must leave. <laughs> I feel a preach coming on me. I want to preach to you on this title today. The power of the name and spirit. The power of the name and the spirit. Hallelujah. Would you just lift your hands one more time in this place? Heavenly Father, by the authority and by the power of the name Jesus, I pray, Father, that you would open the heavens upon this tabernacle. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would fill every single empty vessel that is in this place overflowing. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would heal sickness, that you would heal disease. I pray, Father, that you would reach in and completely rewire minds and hearts and spirits in this place today, Lord. And I pray, Father, that at the end of this service, I pray, Lord Jesus, you would confirm your word with signs following in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One more time would you clap your hands and make a declaration of faith right now hallelujah Jesus hallelujah hallelujah y'all may be seated I uh, I believe in miracles I believe in the power of God I do not believe that the days of miracles are over. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that God does not fit within the parameters or the limitation boundaries of power, but yet the power fits within the unending limitation of God. Power is not limited or power is limited by what God allows. God is not controlled by power. Power is controlled by God. Amen. And I believe, I still do believe that God is pouring out. I believe that through faith, 
nothing is impossible with God. I believe that faith releases God to do what he wants to do in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sit here for another possible 30 minutes. And I want you to listen and I just want you to let down all of your boundaries. I'm talking to people in this place right now. You have walked in here and you have dealt with years of what you are dealing with and going through. But for the next 30 minutes, I want you to let down your guard and I want you to open up your mind and say, I've gone years of dealing like this. I'm just going to allow myself to go for a next 30 minutes and see what actually transpires in my life. Because if you can allow faith to be activated, then God can do something in your life. It's not whether or not God has the ability to do it. It's whether or not you can believe for God to make an impossible situation be turned around and become possible. The question is, will you believe for something you've never experienced? Will you believe for something that you've never heard of before? If you can let your faith be stretched beyond the imaginary that's when God can step in and do something in the imaginary if you can if you can let your faith go beyond what you've ever allowed it to go before then you can see God do something in your life that you've never seen him do before it is all based upon if you can believe all things are possible Possible to those who believe God is alive and well. God is still a miracle working God. God is still a healing God. God is still a way maker. He makes paths in the wilderness. He brings springs up in the desert. I don't care what you're facing and going through. I'm telling you that I serve a God who is able to do all things and he wants to do it in you today your circumstance your problem and what you're facing is not the end of the road for your life I'm telling you that there's a way maker in the house I'm telling you that there is an answer in the atmosphere for you today Jesus Christ is not a liar he is the totality of all truth in completeness his word is not false his promises are not a fairy tale his word is a declaration through all time that declares what his will is thus it is written and thus it shall be there is no if ands or buts if his word said that you shall be healed then you shall be healed it is not
say, I ain't here to entertain you today. I ain't here to jump through hoops and preach till I got no voice and sweat till I got nothing left in me just to allow you to have a time of entertainment. I'm telling you, I'm trying to stir your faith. I'm trying to provoke you into something you've never seen. I'm trying to stir you into an atmosphere that's going to let God come. I'm I'm can, can I just go? Can I go? I'm, don't fire me later, okay? I'm talking about a power that's going to step in to your life and completely rewire everything from your past. I had... Pastor, you and I were sitting on my porch talking on Thursday. You want to know what, ladies and gentlemen? I, I'm here. You may look at me as a preacher right now, but I'm telling you, when I walked into the church for the first time, putting 300 bucks of cocaine up my nose, putting needles into my arm, being a collector for the outlaw biker gang, I know what it's like to bang down doors. I know what it's like to beat profusely I know what it's like to stand in a mirror and pull out cartilage out of my nose with tweezers to open my nasal cavity to put more coke up my nose I know what it's like to be taking a rail at the same time someone putting a needle in my arm I I was a messed up dude but yet when God filled me with the Holy Ghost Ain't no hell gonna take hold because when hell said Josh I'm burying you in the ground heaven said I've already conquered the grave I've already conquered death and you cannot have power over what I Oh, come on. I'm talking about an experience that you can have at an altar that completely rewires your mind. I'm talking about an experience at an altar that says you don't have to chase the attention of men. You don't have to chase the attention of a woman. You don't have to look to try to fulfill what you missed in your childhood. You don't have to go and be controlled by a substance every day that you wake up. You don't have to be controlled by the deep dark pit of depression and anxiety I'm talking about a power that wipes it out I'm talking about a power that completely changes I remember, I remember 
less than a year ago when I came here for the first time and you were standing right where Pastor Akil's standing and I had my hand on you and God filled you with the Holy Ghost. Nobody taught you how to speak in tongues, but God filled you with the Holy Ghost and seeing... You see, this is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. It is because God, what God is interested in is taking a life which is broken, confused, messed up, let down, broken, beat down, beat up, buried in a shallow grave. God comes in and says, you may be on the garbage heap of destruction to the world, but I don't look at you as garbage. I look at you as treasure. You are treasure in my eyes. You are gold. You are a jewel. And God's interested in taking your broken life and making it whole, making it better. Oh, come on. I'm preaching to somebody. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You want to know what it's like uh, to go to bed tonight and not cry a tear because of what you're dealing with? Your answer. Your answer is at an altar. Oh, you bunch of what? I know I may not be your classic preacher. I'm telling you right now, all I'm interested, I ain't interested in, in, in performing. For, I want to see God change your life. You want to know what, Akil? In the Philippines. I've been in the Philippines with the drug surrenderees. In one day, baptizing 500 of them in Jesus' name. Quiet, I'm not done yet. Bro, I watch a murderer go down in the water. He comes up brand new. said I can watch a murderer go down in the water and watch him come up brand new. Hey, have I got any Filipino peeps in the house today? Don't have, okay. I'm telling I'm telling you right now, they know how to have revival. I'm I have been there. I have watched in those drug surrendery camps. I've gone in where the drug addicts, the murderers, the thieves, uh, all that you can imagine. All of a sudden, they come up to the power of the name of Jesus. And everything in their life is changed. So have faith in God. Have faith in God. Before Moses left to free the nation of Israel out of bondage in Egypt, my man Mo, he asked God, 
He said, Lord, when I go to them, who, who am I going to say sent me? I mean, I got to have a name. I got to have a name that lets them know the authority in which I am going to free them in. The Lord said, you tell them, I am that I am. In other words, what God said to Moses was, you go and tell them, Moses, that I will become in their life what they need me to become. I will transition into their answer. I will manifest myself into what it is that they are needing. And watch this now. Exodus 6 and 3. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. God said, Moses, I am I've revealed myself as God Almighty before, but now, Moses, I'm fixing to reveal myself to my people in a different manner. I showed them that I was their provider before, but now, Moses, I'm coming in to reveal myself as redemption. I'm coming in because my people are bound in chains my people are bound under the hand of the enemy they cannot wake up without their hand on them they cannot go to bed without the affliction of the enemy it's controlled through them every single day every single moment they are haunted by the affliction of the enemy they are haunted in their life they are haunted in their their heart they are haunted in their minds there's no way of escape there's no way of coming out but Moses I'm coming in to reveal myself as redemption there are over 100 names in the Old Testament that refer to God the more that he revealed himself to his people in the area that they needed him, the more they recognized he was the complete I am. Jesus said, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. I am the fulfillment to the totality of I am. Jesus said, I'm not come to destroy. I am here to fulfill what is needed. I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. He said before everything was me. I am the one who revealed himself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am not the God of the dead because I am the God who is still alive to this day and have come
come to fulfill what I said that I would fulfill before Abraham was I am the Oh, come on, somebody. The name of Jesus, the name of Jesus is here. The name that God uses to reveal himself must always bring a manifestation of the attribute of that name. The name of Jesus Christ is the definition and embodied power of every single name of God in the Old Testament. Amen. Jesus Christ is not part of the Godhead. Jesus Christ is not. You don't have a three-part Godhead and Jesus is just a part, a separate part. No, 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 no. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He is the head of all principality and Power. That is why at the very mention of the name of Jesus Christ, there is no sickness, there is no disease, there is no addiction, there is no storm, there is no circumstance that can stand and combat in authority to the power of the name of Jesus. At his name, every name. He must bow at his name. You cannot search for God and overlook Jesus Christ. He is the embodied temple. He is God revealed to humanity in the flesh. Amen. Jesus said, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. Amen. God is, Jesus Christ is not separate. Jesus Christ is the literal God. See, God is a spirit. You cannot see a spirit. So God came in the form of flesh, humanity. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the word was God the word was God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us you see Satan knew the devil knew exactly who Jesus Christ was Satan was not confused with the identity of who Jesus was. He knew exactly who he was. The only thing that Satan was confused with was with the humility and obedience that Jesus had. Amen. Satan has no understanding of humility and obedience. Amen. Satan has no understanding of humility and obedience. Philippians 2 and 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient 
unto death, even the death of the cross. Now, death is the greatest weapon that Satan has. He unleashed his greatest weapon upon Jesus, and Jesus humbled himself in the face of death. He became obedient unto the greatest weapon that hell has, which is death. First Peter 5 and 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And because of obedience, because Jesus was obedient in the face of hell's greatest weapon, he was exalted above the power and effects of death. The resurrection was not possible without humility and obedience. The resurrection out of death was an exaltation above the power of the enemy. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven of things in earth and things under the earth ladies and gentlemen I want you to think of your circumstance and situation right now I want you to hear the voice of this preacher as I declare it into this atmosphere anxiety must bow to the name of Jesus I said depression must bow to the name above all names you hear me somebody I said cancer it says everything everything must bow to his name that's why that's why Akil cancer must bow bow to the name of Jesus I said 10 year old back pain must bow to the name of when I came to the altar in September of 2005 with cocaine and drug addictions messing all up my body and I fell down at the altar and Jesus came walking I said the presence of God met me at an altar I couldn't go 30 minutes in a day without putting a line up my nose. Uh, but at the name of Jesus, uh, cocaine addiction had to bow to the power and authority of Jesus Christ. I said, knee pain must bow. I said, back pain.
pain must bow. I said addiction must bow. I said anxiety must bow. I said depression must bow. I don't care what you're facing. I don't care what type of devil in hell that you're fighting against. I don't care what sickness or disease. I don't care what's going on. It must bow to the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus holds the totality of all the power and authority of God. There is absolutely no rival to the name of Jesus. There is no power that exists in this earth or any other realm that is able to compete with the power of the name Jesus. I said Jesus. His name is all power. His name is all authority. You want to know what the problem is, Sarah? We have people right now who have learned to live life with their circumstance and situation because it has been years that they have lived with it and they have adapted their life to living with pain. Now I'm going to say something. I'm going to... Sarah, look at me right now. You see, pain, sickness, death, misery, despair. The first two chapters of Genesis never existed. When God created man, I hope I don't push this. I'm just going to say what I believe, okay? When God created man, man was perfect. There was no sickness. There was no disease. There was no despair. There was no depression. There was no anxiety. What happened? God breathed into man the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Man walked as a complete creation filled with God's spirit. I believe one of the greatest lies of the enemy 
is that apostolics need to live with sickness and disease. I believe that with all my heart. I believe that when God fills us with the Holy Ghost, we should come back to a complete creation. And the enemy convinces us the enemy convinces us that we need to adapt and live our life and learn to live our life with pain still in our body. What is that? That is an incomplete creation. God does not do anything half-heartedly. You know what? I'm just getting ahead of myself. You remember when we read in Exodus, the power of God came and when it when his spirit filled the tabernacle, his spirit came in. What watch what I, I I'm sorry. I'm I'm about to pray for you and a miracle's gonna happen. Okay? I'm just trying to make a point because I mean I'm gonna go off on fire after. Because when God's spirit came down. And entered into the tabernacle. The tabernacle was the dwelling place of God. Where God's spirit dwelled on earth. Was inside of a tabernacle. And when his spirit came down link. And entered into that tabernacle. Moses could not get in. And yet nothing was able to stay inside because when the Spirit of God came, nothing could live inside of that tabernacle. God's ministering right now. And so I believe, you see, you look at the book of Leviticus. You... You, you look at the book of Leviticus. My, I'm sorry, online people. You guys are going to hate me every time I come preach. The book of Leviticus, okay, talks about that if anybody, anybody was to go and touch somebody who was sick, diseased, leprosy, was dead, they would become infected with that disease, Right? But all of a sudden, Jesus comes on the scene and comes walking and reaches to the sick. And the sickness could not infect him. Why? Because sickness had to bow to the authority of what was inside of him. It had to bow. It could not infect. It could not take over. Amen? I want you all to get that video ready for me, please. And so, Sarah, when the power of God 
falls. And you see, now, where does God dwell? Where does God's spirit dwell now? In us on this earth. God's spirit dwells within the bodies of human beings. Yo, I'm fixing to light it up. So when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, I am a firm believer. If I can get that video, please. I am a firm believer when God fills you with the Holy Ghost. The same thing that nothing could stay in the tabernacle, nothing should be able to stay in the human body. I believe that God reaches down. I believe that God reaches down and takes an incomplete creation and makes it complete. I believe, I believe that at the name of Jesus, everything must obey. I believe in his power. I believe in his authority. I believe that he can do anything. I believe there's nothing too hard for him. I believe, I believe in Jesus and I believe in his word. And right now, Sarah, I stand upon the authority of the word of God and I command healing to flow through you right now. In the name of Jesus, I command you to be straightened. I command you to be made whole. In the name of Jesus, what you have carried around for so long, I curse it in the name of Jesus. And I command you to be made whole in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to look at this video. Y'all see, see this little lady right there? This lady right here has never walked in her lifetime. She has never walked in her lifetime, has lived in a wheelchair. Play it for me. What he's done already. He doesn't heal one more person. He's done more than enough. Ryan, about a hundred people have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's been multiple healings. The angels are rejoicing in heaven right now. I said heaven is shouting. Now God has heaven filled her with the Holy Ghost. Heaven is rejoicing. Oh, magnify the Lord with them. Let us exalt his name. That's Forever. what happens. An empty wheelchair is what happens when it meets the name of Jesus. That's the power of Jesus Christ. An empty wheelchair. 
She had never walked, sis. She had never walked in her life. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, she stood up out of that wheelchair and walked for the first time ever. That is the power of the name and spirit. Everything must bow to his name. And when he fills you with his spirit, nothing can stay alive inside of you that he does not permit. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.